The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you are able to join me today. Today the subject of our show is one source of illness and disease. The one source that causes all illness and disease. And I bet you might be able to guess what that is. But before we get into that, I would like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. I'd also like to let everybody know that you can find me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as my Facebook page and Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. I'd also like to just put out a little pre-advertisement for my upcoming voiceamerica.tv show coming up, and it's about gardening mindfully. It's not just any old gardening show. It's about gardening mindfully, which is about reconnecting not only with yourself, but with other people as well as nature. So let's get into our subject today about the one source of all illness and disease. Have you guessed what that is? Well, I'll tell you. It is stress. And if you didn't guess stress, um, well, there you have it. Stress is the one source. It's not genetic problems. It's not bacteria or viruses or infections of any nature. It is stress. Now, we have basically two different types of stress that we encounter Every day. One is that thing called circumstantial stress, and the other is called physiological stress. Now, circumstantial stress is a kind of stress that, say, you're driving down the road and somebody cuts in front of you or breaks really quick, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have to break yourself really quick. 
then you find your heart racing and and the blood pumping and breathing heavy. That is circumstantial stress. Now, physiological stress is basically defined as the nervous system is out of balance. Now, we experience physiological stress, at least in this society today, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In other words, all the time that our nervous system is out of balance. So the idea will be to be getting that nervous system back in balance. But let's talk a little bit about the nervous system itself. When we think of the nervous system, it is sometimes we just think of the brain and the peripheral nerves. But there's two major parts of the central nervous system. One is the sympathetic, parasympathetic system, and the other is the autonomic nervous system. Now, the autonomic nervous system controls 99.99% of everything we do with our nervous system. The But let's go back to what the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system is. The sympathetic nervous system is the thing that ramps up our lives. And the parasympathetic is what ramps things or slows things back down. In other words, it's a check and balances This sympathetic nervous system is balanced out by the parasympathetic nervous system. And what's the main thing that the sympathetic nervous system deals with? The sympathetic nervous system deals with that circumstantial stress, the fight-or-flight response. Now, if you don't know what the fight-or-flight response is, it's what we were created with to deal with a life-threatening situation. So let's just say that you're driving out there again, using that first example, and somebody cuts in front of you and suddenly hits the brakes, and we know through our autonomic nervous system that we have to hit the brakes also. It was part of our training when we started to learn how to drive. And so we hit those brakes really hard in order to prevent a car accident which might be deadly. But let's look back even further into history, long before cars were ever invented. And and say a wild animal approaches you with its teeth bared and snarling 
And you know that you're dead meat if you don't run away. That's what the fight or flight was built for, was to run away. Now, the hard thing in preventing the car accident by stomping on your brakes, which everyone who has ever experienced that knows, is that you're not actually running away. And that's when you find your heart pumping really fast and you're you're breathing fast and, and your hands are shaking. And it's because you are not running away. You're not physically utilizing the hormones that your fight-or-flight system gave you to run away. Let's even go to a more modern era of fight-or-flight and not using the car. But say you're in a fight with somebody Another person comes up to you and is threatening you. And so that's where the fight comes in. You're going to fight for your life instead of running away. Or maybe maybe you're going to run away, but it doesn't matter. You're going to fight for your life, and you're using those hormones that are pumping into your body, ramping things up, that the sympathetic nervous system is telling you, you need to fight. So, you're using up those hormones. And that is what the body was designed to do. And there's where the parasympathetic nervous system takes over. As soon as the perceived threat to our life is gone, the parasympathetic system starts ramping things down. And people that have just run away from a life-threatening or actually physically fought it off is... They, they, now they can rest. Now they can repair the parts of their body that might have been damaged by running away or even fighting for their life. What parts of the body get damaged? Well, in the actual running away, If you're running really fast, you might have torn some muscles or damaged some ligaments. And in the fighting, well, you know, no telling what was damaged. But after the threat is gone, the body now is told to rest and repair. But just imagine... If the body was not allowed to rest and repair the damage, what would happen? Well, the damage might get worse. It might 
even go into worse damage because the body did not repair it, something like cancer or it might get to where the body can no longer use that part that was damaged in the fight or the flight. That's why it is so important to slow down and rest after some sort of damage has happened so that the body can repair. Now, what happens in the hormones of the body to cause us to run away? Well, there's this very interesting hormone that is produced by our adrenal glands, and that's called adrenaline. And that is the hormone also known as cortisol, the stress hormone. So when that is produced into our bodies, lots of things will happen. But guess what, folks? We will go over that after the break. So don't go away. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you could stick with me. 
Just before the break, we were talking about the one source of all illness and disease, and that being stress. And I was talking about the hormone adrenaline that is pumping into our bodies after a circumstantial stress occurs, that being a stressor where we perceive a life-threatening situation. And so what this hormone is doing when it is pumping into our bodies, it is sending, it is telling the brain, it is telling the body, the parasympathetic nervous system to send the blood flow of our bodies to our muscles so that we can do what needs to be done to fly away or to fight. It also sends these hormones to the heart and gets it pumping faster so that the blood flow can go to the muscles and where it needs to go. The opposite of this is the blood flow is going away from non-essential functions of the body. Because let's face it, folks, if you are going to be fighting or running for your life, you don't need to be digesting food. You don't need to be having your immune system fight off some bacteria that might be in your system. You don't need to be thinking about what you're doing. You just need to be running or fighting away. Now, here is one key thing. Well, actually, two key things. Number one is, you're not thinking about what you are doing. You are just reacting. Remember the car accident example or potential car accident example I was using at the top of the show. A driver that is experienced just automatically steps on the brake. That is the autonomic nervous system kicking in. Anybody who has driven more than two to three months, the autonomic nervous system will take over. Do you ever drive someplace and not even remember going through your usual intersections and down the road and you wonder, oh my, how did how did I get here without being involved in a terrible accident? It's because your autonomic nervous system kicks in. It tells you the autonomic way to go. So if you change your route, that is where the autonomic system doesn't work so well anymore because you're having to actually think about where you are going. But the autonomic system definitely will save you when it comes to a potential car accident because it is automatically going in there for you, and you're not thinking about what you're doing or not doing. You're just 
doing. And the other thing that is shut down besides the digestion is the immune system. Let's face it. If you're going to be killed, you don't need your immune system fighting off bacteria and viruses. You need that later once the parasympathetic nervous system goes back in and tells everything to, yeah, we're safe now. Now it's time to repair. So keep this in mind that your immune system is shutting down. Now, what is the one thing in our bodies that keeps us or is supposed to keep us from getting sick? You're right. It is the immune system. And so if your immune system is shut down when you're under stress, that may be why you get sick. Hmm. What do you know? So it's not the bacteria that, or the virus that is the source of that illness or disease. It is the stress having shut down the immune system, having prevented the immune system, having prevented the bacteria normally from making you sick. Folks, our bodies are wonderfully made to not be sick, to not have disease. But if our immune system has been shut down, then we're going to get sick. So now you might be asking yourself the question, well, now I had this close call with the car accident, yeah, and my immune system was shut down for that short period of time, but now after things have calmed down and I'm back on the road, uh, everything's safe and sound and all of that, my immune system's going to kick back in. Well, yes, that's true. Under normal circumstances, your immune system would kick back in. But how about if you're under stress 24 hours a day, seven days a week? How is that, that you would be under that kind of stress all of that time? It's because there is automatic nervous system messages going into your sympathetic and parasympathetic system all the time. These automatic messages that are being sent to say, oh, I am being threatened, or this is a life-threatening situation. And you might ask, well, where are these messages coming from that tell me I am under a life-threatening situation? Those messages are coming from your beliefs. Those messages are coming from your memories. And I have spoken about beliefs and memories 
many, many times on this show. And you can go back and listen to those again. But I will very briefly here talk about what is happening with these beliefs and these messages. Let's just say you have a belief that you can't trust anybody, anybody. And that belief is being challenged by another message that says to trust. So the belief is running in your automatic nervous system all the time, saying, nope, can't trust anybody, nope, can't trust anybody, nope, can't trust anybody. And something comes along where you need to learn to trust somebody or something. So that message comes in to trust, but the automatic message is don't trust. And those two will collide. And the don't trust message says, if you trust someone, your life will be threatened. Now, folks, it doesn't matter where you learned that trust issue, that lack of trust issue, as it were. It really doesn't matter where that came about because the body doesn't know the difference between a life-threatening or a non-life-threatening situation. So let's say you learned to not trust through a situation that really, truly was life-threatening. I will use a personal example. We're going back to cars and driving again. One winter, many, many, many years ago, the roads were very icy. And I was driving along, and along comes a garbage truck driving down the middle of the road. And I had to take evasive actions, but because of the ice, I was unable to get back up onto the road. My car went careening down to the ditch, through a fence, and da-da-da-da-da. Yes, that could have been a very life-threatening situation. But what my body and my brain told me is never trust drivers in winter conditions. Well, folks, you know, you have to learn to trust other drivers driving in winter conditions. But for a very, very long time, driving in winter conditions created in me an extraordinarily high anxiety time of period because I was saying, I have to trust these other drivers. But my brain was saying, no, don't you dare trust those other drivers because you'll get killed. And it took a long time to break that anxiety. Yes, folks, I am aware now 
of other drivers in the situations of winter driving. But it doesn't cause near the anxiety. And we will talk later in the show about how to change these beliefs. So now you will find yourself in a situation where you need to trust somebody, but your brain is still saying, don't trust. But there hasn't been a traumatic event, at least not what normally we would consider traumatic, to cause this lack of trust. So folks, when we come back from the break, we'll talk about that. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about stress. Before we get back into that subject, I would like to let everybody know that you can find me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, and there is Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, so you can connect with me there. Just before the break, I was talking about how our beliefs that we have that tell us we are under a life threatening situation can really cause stress. And the life-threatening situation that I am using is an example of trust and how I experienced a really close call in winter driving and how that caused me to believe I couldn't trust 
anyone as far as winter driving and how I have healed that belief over time. So what kind of lack of trust situation that's not necessarily so traumatic that would cause you to create that belief which in turn would cause stress. Well, let's just take an example of you have an event. You're, you're a small child and, and maybe you have uh, a recital at school and one or both of your parents didn't make it to that recital. And you learned or you told yourself you could never trust your parents or people to appreciate or come to your events. And that is a belief that you created, which really actually becomes traumatic. Now, how is that life-threatening? The extreme disappointment that you might have had with parents not showing up for a recital, the telling that you don't have trust involved with that, we don't really consider a life-threatening situation. But your brain says your life has been threatened by the people that you love not supporting you or showing their support. It's a fairly complicated way of thinking about it, but let's just say it causes stress. And later on in your life, even though parents and family might have shown up for every single event after that, you are telling yourself, well, I just am protecting myself from the extreme disappointment of them not showing up again. And if later on you're saying, no, I really don't want to be this way. I want to trust people to come to my events. The brain doesn't know the difference. The brain says, no, 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 no. If you trust them, you will get disappointed. You will get hurt. So, you've got to protect yourself. And that creates those hormones that cause that fight or flight situation. Now, what we have been talking about is having this fight or flight thing going on in our bodies 24-7. And that's just one issue. And unfortunately, we have more than one issue going on in our autonomic system, that nervous system, telling us that protecting us, doing its job, doing the thing that it was designed to do, is to protect us, to keep us alive. It could be beliefs surrounding goodness, Love, it could be beliefs surrounding patience. It could be beliefs surrounding peace. Let's say you don't believe 
you are allowed to have peace. But when you say, I want peace, that brain is saying, no, no, no. If you have peace, that's life-threatening. I know it sounds backwards. But when we develop the beliefs, they are so strong that it, it doesn't matter about the silliness of that belief. It causes our fight or flight to go in. Now remember, I said when this fight or flight is functioning, the immune system shuts down. So let's go back to this example as a child. You were preparing for another recital, another event, a sporting event, let's say. You're preparing for it. You're working towards it. And the whole time, your beliefs are that mom and dad's not going to show up to this game, this recital. And your hopes are Mom and dad are going to show up. And so it's causing stress. The immune system is shutting down every time that thought goes into your mind. I hope mom and dad will come. As soon as that thought goes in, the autonomic system kicks in and says, Nope, they're not. Don't be disappointed. Your immune system shuts down. And it goes throughout your entire life. Normally, if we just had that one belief going on, not a problem. But as we grow up, as we develop in life, we develop more and more beliefs Some of the beliefs that we have, we are actually born with. Some of the beliefs that we have, we were taught by people around us, parents, teachers, relatives. And eventually, that stress constantly flooding our bodies will cause something to break. One of my favorite analogies that I have read is the analogy of a rain barrel. If you know what a rain barrel is, it is a barrel that is put at the side of a house or a a building where all the water from rain will run into this barrel. And You know, folks, if you get too much water in that barrel, it's going to overflow somehow. And that overflowing rain barrel is is just that, overflowing. So look at stress this way. Your body can take a little stress, just like the rain barrel, and then a little more stress. But eventually, that stress isn't being cleared out. It isn't being 
allowed for your body to heal or empty the rain barrel. You're not opening your rain barrel's spigot to let that stress out. So when it overflows, something is going to break. And you know what? It's different in different people. We've talked about in past shows what of our systems tend to break when we have beliefs related around certain emotional areas. And sometimes more than one system will break. Let's just say your nervous system starts to break down. Well, when the nervous system starts to break down, then other systems will start to break down. And so the weakest link might be a genetic propensity towards a certain disease. Let's just say you were told that or you knew that you had a family history of heart disease. And that's what will break first is because of that family history, because of that genetic propensity. But folks, it doesn't have to happen. Yes, you may have that weak link, but it doesn't have to break. There are so many things that a person can do to ramp down the stress that they are experiencing in life through their belief systems and reduce the stress and begin to allow the body to heal. Let's just look at the control center for this nervous system that is out of balance because of our beliefs, because of the way we look at things. And that control center is known as the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. The pituitary gland is the thing that cranks out the hormones that we need or the hormones that tell other things to crank out other hormones. The hypothalamus is the main control center. The hypothalamus of the brain has nervous system blood, I mean, nervous system nerves going everywhere throughout the entire body. And... It controls the emotional centers. The emotional centers being the way we hold our beliefs. Our beliefs like never trust anybody. Never allow yourself to have peace. That is controlled by the hypothalamus. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll kind of wrap all of this up into a nice little package and hopefully help you understand how stress is the one source of illness and disease. So don't go away. Mm 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase. And just before the break, we were talking about the control center of our brain for this fight or flight thing. And the main part of the control center is the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus has nerve connections all over our body. And one of the main things that it connects with is the limbic system. Now, without getting entirely in-depth and and going through a um, doctor's course in the brain, let's just give you a short list. This is a short list of some of the things that the hypothalamus controls. Blood pressure, body temperature, regulation of body water by thirst and kidney function, uterine contractions, breast milk, emotional drives, growth hormones, adrenal glands, thyroid hormone, sex organ function. And again, that's... That's the short list. And so physically, the effects of stress result in a change in any and all of those systems, those, that list, that short list that I just gave you. And it especially affects the adrenaline, the cortisol, the glucose, the insulin, and growth hormone release. And so when we are under stress, we find that weakest link breaking. breaking. And, well, let's just say, let's give a very uh, common example in today's society. Let's just say you have acid reflux. 
problem. It has a name now because it has become so common, and GERD, G-E-R-D. And when this happens, it's the acid from the stomach comes up into the esophagus and causes a sensation of heartburn. So now let's say you've just eaten a meal, you had a stressful situation, or even a belief system that's going on constantly. And so that is causing the stress, which causes the nerve signal to weaken that little valve at your stomach to allow the acid to come up. So the acid burns the esophagus, and then after a while, it gets to where you say, I can't take this pain anymore. But you're under stress. The valve is going constantly. And so you go to the doctor, you get a purple pill, or you go to the uh, uh pharmacist now, you can get them over the counter to stop that acid reflux. And what it does is it reduces the amount of stomach acid, which makes things better for a while. And the acid reflux, if it doesn't get better, can actually lead to damage of the esophagus and to cancer. There's no doubt that that can lead to cancer. So you're taking the purple pill. The stomach acid is being reduced because of the way that purple pill works. And you're not getting the reflux, which doesn't mean that that little valve at the top of your stomach is still not weak. It's weak because you have stress going on. But you're taking a purple pill, and now you're not able to digest your food as well as you would normally because you don't have enough stomach acid. And that in itself is causing problems because that food is staying in your stomach longer, causing maybe some indigestion going on there. And then the acid content of the stomach contents are not killing the bad bugs, the bad bacteria that might have been on the food as it goes down your stomach. Not to mention a host of other side effects that the purple pill or similar pills will cause. Now, doesn't it make a lot more sense to heal the source of that stomach valve not working as well as it should? And that source being stress. And that stress coming from whatever belief that you might be holding. Well, it makes sense to me. Because a pill is just treating symptoms. And yes, there are many things that a person can do naturally without taking a pill. Like eating foods that agree with them like eliminating gluten, if that is something that you need to do. So now, how do you heal the source? That is done 
by changing the beliefs that we hold. The belief, let's just go with a typical belief about peace, which tends to affect the stomach. And if you hold a belief that peace is not available for you, then you're under stress as you really try to seek peace. Because, you know what, peace is one of those things that we all, all desire. And so you're not allowing your body to heal because you're under stress 24-7. You need to change that belief. And the really the only way to change those beliefs that you carry about peace or lack thereof is through energetic ways of treating it. Because guess what? This belief carries a certain kind of energy. And so, there are many, many energy healing methods available to us. Things like the healing codes, my favorite. There's Qigong, Tai Chi. There's tapping. There's emotion codes. There's chakra. There's prayer, meditation. There's things like the Sedona method. And the list goes on and on. Essentially, we have to change the energy. Which, guess what? We'll talk about next week. So until then, look me up, connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or my website. And I just want to put another spot out there for my upcoming voiceamerica.tv show about gardening mindfully, which will also help you heal. And I'd like to remind everybody, thousands of years ago, there was a very wise man that talked about these beliefs. And he said it is about the condition of your heart. And folks, that's what it really comes down to. We have the beliefs, which is the condition of our hearts. This very wise man said thousands of years ago, and his name was King Solomon, if you don't already know, he said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And so, until next week, folks, take care. Start noticing maybe some of the things that you think that you believe. Until then, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.